Internet friends, and welcome to episode number 177 of Final Boss TV. Today, one of the last main oriented World of Warcraft shows of the year. We do have the year end special on the horizon with Talius and Evatel and Brutal. That's on the 30th, but that's just like a fun, silly recap plugging the epic wild battles of history coming up in the future but my name is adam kk bay and i'll be your host for the state of melee dps show today the final in the series of i guess five shows we started with state of mythic plus and then we did state of healers tanks range dps those are all over on the youtube channel if you've missed any of those of course go check out the show's youtube channel Go hit the subscribe button. I also have all the other side content we've got posted up there. The past three shows, bim, bam, boom. And then, of course, even, even on this show, there's more Word Up. And then there's the post-BlizzCon show, Taryn Gregory interview, Mark Messenger interview, my developer interview, me playing Classic WoW for BlizzCon, Jesse Cox and Crendor pre-BlizzCon show. Those are all over on the show's YouTube channel. But of course, before I get too much into this, I have to give a really big shout out to all of the very special nerds that helped make this show possible. Thank you very much to the show's support over on the Patreon page, the executive assistant producers and the Azrae Artifact tiers. Thank you very much. Your holiday stuff is going to be mailed out this week by Gromit. I don't know. There's a lot of stuff to mail out to everybody. But if you want to support the show and get more of the show, then that's over on the show's Patreon page. There are behind the scenes, the notes. There are extra podcasts. This will be the 50th BTS podcast. And you can go check all those out for the State of Range. Then there's for the, the pre and post BlizzCon shows. It's all, all there. All of them. There's literally more. There's a huge preach rant in, in the post BlizzCon show. And it's like half of this is just Mike talking. If you want more of me talking to all these nerds in our community. So go check those out. Links down below, of course, or here on Twitch channel or in YouTube description box. It's not your first rodeo. You know how to navigate the internet. Go do the things. But today's show, as I sort of hinted, and you can already know who's on the show because it's listed. Hello, Senpai. Welcome back. We're going to talk about Melee today. Are you ready? Oh, yeah. What? That's, uh... <laughs> What is that? I suppose, yeah. What is that? No. Aw. It'll be fine. It'll be okay. Are you ready? It feels like it's aging me quicker and quicker. <laughs> you don't have any gray hair yet, I don't think. Are you hiding it? I haven't checked. Maybe there is some there. Mm. I, I'd, I'd rather not think about that. That sounds like a horrible situation. <clears throat> That's fair. Greyhound or Lim joins us again. Hello, sir. Welcome back. Hello. How was your salmon jerky? It was delicious and full of proteins and nutrients. Yeah. And hopefully it's salmon. Hopefully. I, I mean. I can hear the YouTube comments right now asking why are you in a cave, but I think it's just part of your mystique. How is it a cave? I don't, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, goodness. And then the fresh meat today, not related to jerky at Giggity. all. Yeah, well, I guess so. So, Saraline, aka Max. Hello, hey. sir. I am, I'm Max. 
we have so many multiple named guests today so you'll have to explain that so what's the max versus sarah line so we we can get it straight max is my real name and Saraline is my character name that was created by pressing the random button and then create character. Oh. Yeah. That's that's it. That's all there is to it. I, okay. I just know when when I. Yeah. Well, that's what I was. <laughs> that works. There's, well, there's, there's no cool story, unfortunately. I just pressed random. I'm like that name seems good and create character. Oh, what is, Lim? What are you What are you doing? Is that, are you, do you have to put that on or you get kicked out of the gill? Is that what's happening? But you, you, you're muted now. I have a big dumb guild, I have a big dumb oh. guild show. Yeah. Oh, it, is It's that... a guild saying. So he has big dumb guild, word up is word up. And I have to represent the premier, uh, premier strawberry puppy kisses guild. You're, that's just like a piece of paper. It's a bib. It's a bib. It's a guild t-shirt. <laughs> I like that it's a bib. No, it's not a t-shirt. It's a bib. Oh, that's pretty good. I like that. I like that. That's that's pretty good. But I guess we'll go back around in the reverse order now because Max is the fresh meat here, like I said. So if you have fresh any... Fresh meat is a fury talent, by the way. It is. It's so, so you... Picking up what I'm putting down, Max. I like it. But, uh, so what do you dabble in in World of Warcraft? How long have you been attacking ankles, legs, and such? And, uh, just shoutouts, opening bands, introductions. Who the heck are you, sir? Uh, I'm, I'm currently the, a DPS in Big Dumb Guild, US 3rd, uh, World 16th for Uldir. I think we're World 16th. Uh, Warrior main. I have a Demon Hunter as my main ult. Uh, I've been playing the game since, like, Wrath the Lich King, but I was really young. I'm only 19, by the way, so I was, like, 11 or 12 back in Wrath. Fair. So I've only been high-end raiding since Start of Legion. Uh, and that's that's about all there is to me. I've uh, been started in Legion, and since uh, End of Legion, like, Antorus Farm, I joined Big Dumb Guild, and I've been here since, and I love it here. Big Dumb Guild own. We own. Nice. We're big and we're dumb. Oh, well, fair. <laughs> I don't know if you need to shout out anything crazy. Uh, go, oh, oh, if you, you're a warrior, go join Skyhold, the warrior Discord. Oh. Join it now. There you go. That's fine. I was going to... I didn't... I don't know if I want to give Lim this time on the show to do the same thing you just did. Because I feel like he's going to say something that I'm going to be embarrassed by or I'll have to say it's not a part of the show. Just go for it. Um... I've seen Bay do dab while the cameras was off. <sighs> There's a doggo. Hi, doggo. <laughs> but, Greyhound, who the heck are you? Same thing. So people uh, don't know you from the previous shows you've been on. I do memes for a while, and sometimes I raid. There it is. I also write guides that might or might not have memes in them. Mm -hmm. Um... Uh, let's see. Moderate some discords, write guides for other ones, write memes for third ones. That's about it. Strawberry Puppy Kisses. Premier and Nay Rating Guild. Very uh, friendly, social, uh, accepting environment. Right. Despite my, apply, by the way? Despite my obvious exasperations, obviously, the, this, he knows his stuff. It's just... Damn it. 
No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> and Senpai, for those that don't know who you are, and what do you do in the worlds of Warcraft? They must be lucky. Um, <laughs> I play melee specs a lot. Um, I write about them. I do guides on um, Icy Mains and Wildheads. I, I take jabs on Twitter. It seems like that has now become part of the thing as well. Um, complain quite a lot. Uh, <laughs> and I suffer through enhancement at all times. So you take jabs. Yours are pretty tame. I think Hikili now is the one that does the jabs. Oh yeah. Okay. He's a lot. He's a lot better at uh, being mean. Yeah. I. I don't. You. You have nothing on his Twitter feed. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I, I, I keep it a bit more subtle. <laughs> a bit more subtle. I try my best anyway. All right. And uh, so Max jumped ahead already. So I wanted to go over resources and like websites and tools and things I wanted to plug at the beginning here. Cause we're not, these shows aren't really guide oriented anymore, but I want to make sure if you're not in the discord realm, then discord links, finalboss.tv actually has links to every single class discord. Just go to the discords button at the top of the page, but other pages, websites, resources, and things that you want to get out there to make sure at the head of the show here, to what players should know about. And Senpai, back to you. What, what do we have here? Because I have a few, but I'm sure you guys have them as well. You, you brought up a few. What do you got? What? I have a few what? Resources. Resources, I do. Yeah. You lost me. Uh, I, well, I do Maelstrom. the Wowheads and Icy Veins guides. Those are the easiest resources that I do. Um, and occasional articles on Wowheads as well, I suppose. But other than that, the best places to go is Discords for all of this stuff. It's where we put all of our best resources into. Right. Um, and if if the guides are linked on there, then they're going to be fine. They're usually approved through there. Now, it's it's different. You write a lot of the guides for both Icy Veins and Wowhead, and they're in tandem. That's not every single spec. In the past couple of shows, we've talked about the same thing that they may or may not be written by different people on both sides. How is it that you do both for many of them? And how many of them do you actually put together well, yourself? I, I only do both for enhancement between the sites. But oh, okay, I do okay. some others for Icy Veins um, in a collaboration with some other people who do the ones on Wildhead who right. are on both sites. Okay. Greyhound, how about you? Do you have anything you want to put out there into um, the ether? Wowhead slash Icy Veins' resources don't use Discords because we don't make money from that. Wow. Just ignore Discords, just go Wowhead, Icy Veins, full sellout mode. Uh-huh, uh-huh, um, uh-huh. Also, if you do feel like you need to go into Discord and ask what's going to give you more damage, go to Raid Bots, subscribe for, like, top-level Epic, Patreon, whatever, and then sim all of your gear and stop asking questions about am I supposed to use Trinket A or Trinket B? Am I supposed to use Azerite piece for A or Azerite piece B? Don't forget to subscribe to Raidbot's Patreon and make money for him too. Yep. No, if you haven't, so I use it on stream all the time. And actually another plug, my how to sim your DPS video that is also in tied with the resources video that I made. Yeah, I, I plug all this stuff as well. But yeah, the, the top gear sim has been put together really well come a long way from where it first started 
The I mean, if you need stat weights, you can do quick sims, gear compare, all that stuff. Read the updated 8.1 notes if you want to know what is still in the works or has been updated. Because obviously all of these modules are made by other players, by human beings. And it's not always immediately updated. It takes a little bit of time. But that's definitely a good resource to know. And Max, what about you? Do you have anything else you want to get out there? Uh, join join the Warrior Discord. I'm going to counter Greyhound and say, do join the class Discords. But I agree with everything else he said. Learn to sim. Don't ask. Uh, don't come into Discord and ask, hey, do I wear this? Or this? We don't know. Just go sim it. We don't know the rest of your gear. So go learn how to use raid bots, sim yourself, and then come into Discord to make sure you know your rotation because the guides will all be pinned in there, the Wowhead Icy Beans guides, the correct ones. Um, and then you can ask appropriate questions, as in, like, how to do certain bosses. That That's what the class Discords are for, and that's what you should be using them for, is asking, you know, when do I use my cooldowns on this boss? Does anyone have any tips for that? You can use the Discords for that. Actual discussion. When do I Bladestorm on Zul as a warrior? On cooldown. Bladestorm all the Krogs every time. Just kill the Krogs. Don't let your rogues pass. That's clearly pad damage. Well, now... <laughs> I get to do the new nerfed, no shuriken combo nerfed Mythic Zul tomorrow night. I don't know if any of you have done it since the change. Is it any yeah, different? <clears throat> um... No, we did the exact same thing we always did. That's what I thought. With three yeah, rooks. That's what I thought. Uh, with the sim things as well, you've also got uh, yeah. blood mallet and hero damage. I, I feel like both of those are worthy resources to check as well. Oh, you know what? That's uh, absolutely. As universal uh, catch all things. They won't be like tailored to you, so that's what Raybots is for, but it's a good place to like get a. Like a general estimation of whether something is really bad or whether it's like pretty competitive. Yep. So hero damage, another great resource. Then blood mallet as well. Blood mallet's got a whole bunch of stuff. And once we get the new Azerite traits, you'll be able to dig in there. Blood mallet's got Sims, Trinkets, and Azerite traits stacking for all your DPS classes. Some tanks, some tanks are in here. A little bit here and there but mostly it's all the damages. And then the one last thing that I wanted to make sure gets put in here is Azerite.info, which is a way to look up every single individual Azerite trait. And as they change, looking at where they drop, what gear they drop on to keep that all up to date. And of course, they'll get updated when the- I do believe that both Wowhead and Icy Veins have those. Which ones? Sponsored well, content. Sp <laughs> sponsored content. Yeah, it's true. So That's you can uh, look up the trade and it shows you uh, gear. And I think it does shows drops locations on both websites. Okay. Yeah. That should definitely One last work. resource that okay. is good. Ooh. I forgot about. Uh, go to Warcraft logs and like that. that's a good place to go in terms of uh, if you don't know what talents to use on a certain boss, you can ask in class discords or you can go to Warcraft logs and check what like people are actually using on that boss. You can see for your spec, like, if people are using different talents for certain bosses. So it's a good place to get accustomed to and learn how to use Warcraft logs as well to log yourself and figure out, you know, how you're doing. True. We brought up Warcraft logs and looking at logs other people and even yourself in the last couple of shows. The Range DPS show <clears throat> brought it up. 
that just blanketly looking at them though and like the top handful isn't going to really give you enough information if you're really trying to learn and dig into all that stuff so it takes some time to to decipher don't just take yeah, it all out. Sure. especially because a lot of those logs kind of top parses are going to depend on padding which you might sure. not always be able to do or even want to do sure so it's like say like if you're looking at zoom logs for whichever reason you might actually want to do that and you're looking at top damage and pretty much all of the towns on most classes are going to be like how do i aoe as much as i can as hard as i can while right. without getting g kicked and the actual thing that you want to do is like say like on zoo like hey how do i do boss dps and don't still don't get g kicked for batting too much on other things because i'm a shadow priest well, a good thing to do instead of just looking at the, the top ranks there is, because uh, I, I know that there's quite a lot of people who don't use this when they do, is instead of looking at the boss and going to rankings, you go to st statistics and you go to your class and you go to talents and then you can find which talents are the ones that are most popular, ones that are doing the best that are also the most popular. And usually, generally speaking, outside of like really odd situations, you can just follow that list because that's already tried and proven by people who are playing with it yeah i'm gonna bring up oh yeah so just so we can look at this on screen so i have you're on old deer go up here to we're gonna go to, to shaman on this one we go to shaman enhancement and then we'll go since you said talents right and then we'll have the yeah. talent breakdown which this is a little bit straightforward because there's a lot of very very wow what the heck word up why is boulder fist is on here now help earth and spike uh because the people who are using it have got there's there's easy but people who are using it have generally got traits that really heavily support it so the true, bosses true, really true. have really really strong yeah in pure target but they aren't using other ones so the average is bumped up because that's why there's lower passes of it yep so there's a lot of little things you can take into there. i don't know let's go over to let's do warrior and we'll do Fury Warrior. How about that? Fury Talent. Hell yeah. There's only one Fury built. Is there? Basically. There's like very there's very limited options right now for Fury. How about arms? That's basically the same thing. Aw. Uh actually on like some fights you can see uh there's a couple of towns that you can change around for like boss damage on Zool. For example, you can change some talents. Right. But lots of information out there. Just know how to discern between it. And don't take everything at super face value. But next up out of that, so second things up. I've talked about this on the healer show, the tank show, and the range DPS show. And just almost like a passing to hopefully finally just not forget about it, but move on from this thing is the, the GCD. And... Some things were just recently taken off of the global cooldown, but then at the same time, it was very few things. We were hoping for essentially a full reversion of this. So, uh, Max, I'm going to go back to you on this one. Does anything that you come to mind for you in the GCD chain still have an issue? Warrior-wise, when you had a lot of like cooldown lineups that were like, I'm going to hit a cooldown, then a cooldown, then a cooldown, and then do something, is that still very much the case? Uh, that was the case in early beta for Fury, but since then, like, er, after that, they made a big revamp to Fury in the beta, which basically removed all our cooldowns except our main one. So we don't have the cooldown stacking issue anymore. 
The big issues I had with Warrior at the start of the expansion when it came out was Charge was on the cooldown, which or G, on the GCD, which felt really bad. And Rallying Cry is also still on the GCD. They've taken off Charge this patch in 8.1, which feels really nice. It's finally back off the GCD. Nice. But Rallying Cry, I hope they take off the GCD, as well as other stuff like Darkness. Anything like that. Darkness, uh, Rallying Cry. I don't like those type of raid quotas being on the GCD, personally. I can kind of get why they want them to be, but I don't think it's uh, very fun to play with. Especially right. as Fury, where, where I'm GCD capped and I have to lose DPS to help my raid. I don't like that. I want DPS. Yeah. How about Rogue nonsense? Has the GCD changed at all? Uh, I don't I don't think so. I think might have Sprint might have been more. Like, honestly, like, Rogues were fine with the GCD thing, because... Yeah. Like, a sub, you have Nightblade, I mean, um, Shadow Blades, which was... I don't think it was on GCD before, but now it's kind of strong and, like, actually decent as a cooldown, so I think it's fine. Assassination, I want to say Vendetta, was always on GCD. Like, pretty much all of the specs, when you only have one main cooldown, it's kind of okay. Because it's not like when you're... There's, like, any specs that I play, when you have, like, two or more cooldowns that you need to pop, it feels horrible. Like, I'm not gonna lie. It's like, hey... Pulling in one second, I need to use cooldown now. Now I use this next cooldown, and I pre-pod, and then somebody pre-pulls early or whatever. So it's like, that's annoying. But honestly, as a rogue, like, when you have only one main cooldown, that's fine with using it, because, like, you're never really... Like, losing one GCD is okay. Yeah. I think, I think that there's still some classes which suffer greatly from, uh, from having cooldowns on GCD, especially the ones where, like, those cooldowns are kind of short. Like, I feel like anything that's under a minute long as a cooldown should not be on GCD because it's not impactful on its own enough. So you want to kind of, like, pop it and go. And there's, there's like, some other, like, classes where, like, I feel like it's, like GCD on cooldowns is especially bad, but they're not nailies, so it doesn't really matter as much. Well, it's brought up in chat. I don't think... We don't have much direct Death Knight discussion on the show here, but, yeah, so Death Knight is still... Remorseless oh, Winter, Empowered Rune Weapon, yeah. then Pillar, then Cindy, and then you can actually press button. <laughs> yeah, so like that, that's like it, what it happens I said. With unholy as well. It's unholy a, as well. The, I think the main thing with cooldowns on the GCD that feel bad are ones that are like directly tied to resource mm. that you can't immediately spend because you've got to wait for the, the global. So you've got like Berserk and Empowered Rune Weapon, the two like big ones. Right. Uh, when Tiger's Fury was on the global cooldown for feral like during the beta that was the absolute worst thing right. that ever went onto the global cooldown that was really really bad but I, I feel like it's any of the classes that have got those going on those are the ones that really really still don't like it compared to the other ones like enhancement doesn't really count because everything was pretty much already on the global we just have ascendance yeah yeah and ascendance you don't you don't really lose a use generally so it's kind of okay the, but the, the other ones that had it put on, usually they only have one cooldown, doesn't really matter. Well, quite a lot of the time they have dead time in the rotation as well that, that it fills in, so it's, I think it's just those ones that are really not enjoying it. Yeah. No, that's for sure. But the, the few things that came off the, the global cooldown were just a, a handful of just movement abilities. I thought it was going to be more of it, but it really isn't. It's helpful. 
but it's mostly the cooldown laying up. I, I don't know. The, the Death Knight thing, I don't really want to get into too much. I talked about that way, way over the top in beta because I thought that there was no reason why they needed to have ERW and Pillars two different cooldowns. It's just... Whatever. Armchair dev, maybe. But... Yeah, they took charge off the global cooldown, but they didn't take Feral Lunge off the global cooldown, did they? No. That's yeah, because Matt. warrior privilege, alright? We, we deserve it. You're a filthy you shaman. Mean? Every every single enhancement shaman was going to get fixed on 8.1. That's what they told me when beta was over. Yeah, and they got yeah. massive damage buffs. Didn't you see the patch yeah, notes? It was huge. Insane. Huge. Massive. Hmm. Indeed. So, <laughs> I've already spoken, like I said. This is the fourth show in this series, so go check out the ranged DPS, the healers, or the tanking shows. But in all of those, and why I want to get into a more meaty topic is the Mythic Plus meta and how it's time to take that final stab from the melee point of view at this part of the game because of the huge swath of dungeon nerfs. But honestly, most of them are just nerfs across the board, possibly prepping for the 15s we're going to be doing in the future. But the like, I don't dabble in big keys. But I know that you all osmose and pull a lot of things from our Discord communities, from other resources out there, and just sort of feel for how this is changing. But what is happening is, is the melee meta still going to be what it is? Like, it's always just the two melee, one ranged. Is it going to be the rogue demon hunter thing? It's just too good. And... I think Greyhound wants to start. You want to start this? This. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of hard to say because, like, right now, Season 1 is basically over. And right. we're going to be moving into Season 2. And Season 2, like, the loss of uh, Infested and the whole new thing is how the new Apex. I feel like that's going to change a lot of pulls. Because right now, like, I also don't, like, really push super high keys. But even when, like, BlizzCon, like, I talk to some of the people who were running MDI, thank you neighbors, um, that um, when you do like big pulls, like on high level keys, like say like your level 20 keys, a pull is going to be nearly the same as level 15 key. Not because like the damage or healing, but because of infested. Like you, there's only so much CC that you have. Right. So you can't pull three packs. And also because of trash mechanics. Like you can't pull three packs and just like, I'm going to stand one, like one or two mobs, like I was done in legion and just aim everything down because it's like hey you pull three packs congrats you have like five casters who are hexing you somebody's like dropping aoe shields somebody's doing something else so it's like trash is really the limiting factor right now and especially infested because like if you're pulling multiple infested mobs unless you're seeing all of them that's just not fun for anyone so next season meta i feel like might change a bit depending on that but at the end of the day like as long as there's um like, all of the trash mechanics are kind of toxic, I would say. Like, you... Like, looking at the easiest dungeon, Toldazar, and, like, it's probably, like, I would say, like, the easiest dungeon on the entire rotation, this expansion. But even then, you get those pulls where it's like, hey, you're pulling, like, double Hexer and two guards, so you need to... You always have to interrupt Hexers. I don't I don't even know if you have enough normal interrupts to get every single uh, Hex cast going off. The guards who, you, who drops the AoE shield that you can't... You can't kick it, you only have to stun it or, like, hard yeah. to see it. So it's, like, at the end of the day, like, if you're pulling this pack, you can't pull anything with it. 
so I don't I don't honestly know like how much meta can change as long as this is happening. And like you can look at other dungeons and you have the same exact issues you have the things that we had in Legion, which I know that in Legion as a tank, I um I hate it a lot. Uh PG thirteen show that uh, every single dungeon now, nearly every single dungeon has uh, ranger mobs or archers who are like, hey, I'm going to shoot you from range and not move until you line of sight me. And because I'm a physical range caster, you can't interrupt me. So I'm just going to stand like somewhere far away. Yeah. So those are like also like, like I said, there's like, I feel like Mythic Plus, like they're getting possibly better than in Legion in terms of like, from game developer point of view, that you're not just like, hey, let's pull all of the trash from this boss to the next boss, AoE the trash down, pop all of the cooldowns, and then slowly kills the boss. But at the same time, it's also like, it's not really fun when it's like, hey, like, when you go into, like, Burning Crusade mode, like, hey, we're gonna see Caesar's pack and just slowly kills them, we're gonna see Caesar's pack and slowly kills them, because looking at MDI, like, the biggest difference for me was, like, at the BlizzCon when they played um, BFA MDI, well, MDI, All-Star, whatever, and Legion MDIs. And in Legion MDIs, you actually saw some, like, crazy big cool pools where it's like, hey, this is actually looks impressive. The BlizzCon All-Stars MDI was mostly about just who can do it without making mistakes. Just usually a couple of tricks, yeah. and then if one person... Yeah, there's, like, there's some wipes, minor so. things. There was the whole Unholy DK thing, which was cool, which immediately got nerfed because, goddamn, if you have any fun, <laughs> can't have fun, especially as a melee DPS. If it's a fire mage, it would be fine, but Unholy DK, no, 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 no. And, I mean, that's about it. Like, I feel like, I don't think that meta's going to change drastically unless Blizzard changes a lot of things going on right now. I'd be really surprised if what they've changed yeah. actually alters it, unless Reaper And, I mean, from what, I, from what I'm saying was, like, I think, like, Demon Hunter's getting more AoE buffs, because they're, like, the number one class who needs more AoE, so... I mean, the, the thing with the meta is that the reason that it's two melee is the interrupt factor. That's what they need for the trash, and melee are the ones with the most interrupts. So you need two to cover the fact that there's so many packs that have at least two things that have to be interrupted consistently. And the higher you go, the more important it is that you can have two to cycle between. And that the meta is Rogue and Demon Hunter is, rather than other melee, is also down to the fact that Shroud is really good and Havoc is disgustingly good burst damage which well, is like i said like havoc is getting even more buffs so it's not like it's going to become worse because of that rogues or shroud or blizzard are slowly trying to nerf it i think like they i don't know all of this like if they put a lot of stealth mobs everywhere i know that the first pool of underrod like the first shroud skip that was pretty big just got completely obliterated yeah. and it's like hey yeah. here's like 25 see-through stealth mobs just in case you were confused about what we want to do uh and like on that con on that topic, I don't know if they're planning on doing it in the future again. But here's another fun thing that faction favoritisms that alliance have access to wonderful night elves and shadow melt can still you can still shadow melt a lot of those skips even without trout. Mm -hmm. So I don't really know what Blizzard plan on doing about that because like it's it's obvious that like this entire expansion that Blizzard have been kind of like trying to force people to go alliance. That I think like large 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 uh, Lightforce Draenei have insane OE ratio, which you just jump like a nuke on everything. I mean, I got I 30 think... more, I got 30% more AP right yeah, now. Yeah, then you have like more AP, then you have more gold, so it's <laughs> like that, the whole like thing yeah. that like lions can get famed Slayer for about like six months longer than Horde hey! because nobody plays the lions, which also messes with Horde not being able to do Mythic Cross Realm. But outside of that, like, I feel like Blizzard doing changes at like 
kind of like moves specs up and down, but overall meta is not changing. Like if they mm. if they nerf strokes too much, like you're just gonna. It's not gonna reduce the number of melee you take. It just might yeah. mean that the melee you're that you're gonna swap right out rogue now, for somebody else. You're like, gonna swap out demon hunter. Because right now, like a lot of the melee that aren't rogues and demon hunters are still pretty good in mythic plus like it's one of the few bits of content that i'd be confident in saying that enhancement is actually pretty good at right it's just that it's not got shroud it's burst isn't as good as a demon hunter so do you really need tremor totem do you really need three seconds off the interrupts no no you don't really not compared to if you could just burst aoe or skip everything so that Shroud nerf is probably the one that's the most likely to open up more melee specs. But other than that, I can't see anything changing. If anything, Reaping's going to make Demon Hunters even more desirable if it's just going to be an AoE down everything when it runs at you. I yeah. think uh, another like added thing is I wish they didn't nerf Shroud by adding like see-through mobs. I do think it would be better like Armchair Dev, but Right. It, it would be better if they buffed invis pots in some way because I do think skipping trash with invis should be encouraged in the sense where finding out which packs are the best to skip and stuff I don't think that's a bad thing. I think that's cheesing the dungeon but in a good way. So taking invis pots on a shorter cooldown, removing it from the shared CD with other potions, I know that's been suggested a lot by a lot of people I do think, personally, that would be a good change. And not only does Demon Hunter have insane burst AoE, which have been, like, word up, talked about that a lot, but they also have stuff like Blade Dance, which just cheeses a lot of boss mechanics because it's just Blade Dance, I guess. You can uh, take every single one of the, the last boss in uh, Toldegore, you can just eat every single one of his uh, targeted shoots that he does at someone by just standing in front of it and Blade Dance. You could do the same thing in a lot of Legion dungeons, and you can still do it in BFA dungeons, and that just is really good. So I don't. I think they need to maybe add some utility back to other specs more so than nerf those top ones. Maybe that'd be power creep. I don't know. I'm not a dev, but like both of them said, I don't think Demon Hunter or Rogue are gonna get moved just from the dungeon changes alone, and I don't think we're gonna move away from too melee for too many. The Blade Dance point creeps from the Mythic Plus high key, like avoiding things, even to raid. That one second of full dodge, like immunity frame, is neat and flavorful, but gets abused at a higher level that then others just can't. But then it pigeonholes and it's kind of almost like deprecating to the situation. It's just not a, I don't know, there are little things like that that get a little bit ick after a little while. So well it's almost like like MOBA level design creep where you know like you have your original heroes that you put in the game and then like you have the middle ones where they get a few more interesting mechanics. Yeah. And then they need to make the new ones even fresher so they get the spicy new types of abilities. But they have to be a bit better so they tack something else on as well. So it's not just a dash, it's a dash that also makes you explode when you arrive or something yeah. like that. And that's like what it seems to be with the recent classes and the reworks and stuff, especially Demon Hunter, where it's not just AoE, it's AoE that also does a big burst at the end and it also makes you dodge everything. Like it's just like ramping more and more onto one thing. Yep. And the more AoE you AoE, the shorter the cooldown is. 
they might need to look at older classes or older class designs and like take a minute to think have we just got like mega boring abilities here that do nothing maybe we should do something about that but i'm chairing too much it is a little bit and i wanted to i wanted to point out too that the burst aoe potential in keys obviously comes into play at certain points again I, I, I'm gonna. We're gonna start doing 15 soon for max loot, right? So I'm gonna have to figure out how, how that feels, and then go beyond there in the future. But I wonder what burst AOE is important versus just consistent, because I don't know what you have seen since our major crazy buffs to enhancement. But our consistent, our elemental blade flurry, which is crash lightning with crashing storm, now is a lot of just constant fortified mythic plus just hammering aoe though it's not bad and you're not bursting a pack that i'm moving on in eight seconds you're fighting it for 30 seconds to 40 seconds when you're on a larger key well yeah i think that the sustained aoe thing is is good hmm. um for for enhancement is and that's its thing it's just that right now when you look at crash plus sundering versus like I-Beam plus Blade Dance plus Fel Barrage as an sure. example. And you've got those two packages. They'll probably, like, on average, assuming that you play them both perfectly, be not too far off the region of about the same if it's just constant. But that they're even means in what universe would you want the sustained one if you could just do all of that damage of that 30 seconds a minute in three seconds and then... Yep move on it's just fundamentally better than sustained so they need to make sustained overtuned to even out which is always a problem that they're gonna have and i don't know if they even know how to fix it it's been that long right i was putting you in that position to actually say essentially that that was a good that's the, the oh, good yeah. and bad side of it i suppose yeah <laughs> yeah so I guess the, the end cap question to that before I move into a little bit more Mythic Plus stuff is we've touched on a little bit, but is there something that you think that could be done to Mythic Plus? I like the idea of the Mizpots. That's a good idea, Max. That's the first time I've actually really heard about that specifically. I like the idea of moving past certain mobs and knowing when because a lot of what the Mythic Plus state of show that came up was that so much is linear in these new BFA dungeons, which is good from a professional eSporty MDI standpoint, but actually kind of horribly boring from the perspective, like uh, us watching as from the outside in, the viewers, because they're all doing the same thing. There's no variance. Well, the, this, this like, um, when you look at Toldagor, there's a skip that a rogue can do, or you could supplant it with a profession, if someone's got that. I don't know why they don't allow for like to have more weird things that go on in the dungeons that could be supplanted by a class and slash or some kind of thing. In Probably exchange because of Court of Stars. Stars. I feel like Court of Stars ruined it for all of the dungeons, whereas they added too much of it and a lot of it was They went RNG. too far with that, yeah. Yeah, so but, now but there's like, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We can't do that much. Like, we can't... Because that was like a major thing in Court of Stars. That like, at some point, like, if you're pushing a high key... You needed like somebody who was engineering, or I think it was a goblin or something. But like you needed somebody who could do one of the two buffs and so on. And like your comp was even more forced in because of how powerful they are. Right. So like they either needed to say like make it so there's a lot more abilities that would 
triggers those things or on the opposite you need to make them more flavorful but like smaller impact because like otherwise you kind of run into like either you don't really care or you're literally forced into it and the, the kind of like i said what we had in court of stars where eventually you had like you needed like this profession you needed this profession you needed this profession Right. Which I guess for like professional, it's even worse because Blizzard doesn't want you like if you're pushing high keys, they don't want you to be like, hey, let me drop this like, let me drop my like tailoring which I had since vanilla and have all of the like recipes that are like unobtainable to pick up engineering or something. Hmm. Okay. Anything else on the Mythic Plus stuff before I swing us into the other half of this discussion? Good. I mean, other thing oh. to kind of nerf melee in Mystic Plus it just makes the cast less often. Like melee oh, are yeah. so strong because you can get all those interrupts. Like it's the interrupting. It's like if you're say like bringing like a cast you can interrupt like what like twenty four seconds, twenty seconds, something like this in melee, like guess who's gonna win and especially when like all of this interrupts. Like it's not if it's if it was just damage, you could kind of like tell your tank just like take more damage and be a better tank and don't suck. <laughs> <laughs> and why are you playing? Why are you playing? I don't know which tank is the worst one, but Bear. Guardian. Let's Bears. say, yeah, let's say Guardian. Why are you playing Guardian? Just go play something easy like Monk or whatever. But not when it's like Fade would not be happy. Uh oh. I mean, he's never happy. He's a druid. But uh, when you're like when the caster like polymorph hex and everything that actually disable you, you need to get them. So it's a lot. It becomes a lot more crucial than just damage. Right. So that's that's another thing that can be done to fix it. Okay. I like it. So with the Mythic Plus stage sorted and uh, gone over there, let's tear down that all and talk about raiding specifically. And Uldir has essentially passed us now. We do have the battle for Dazar Allure on the very near horizon next couple of weeks in January the 22nd. So, Uldir, though, I think will probably go down in history as LOL fetid and then just sit all of your melee. Basically. And... Yeah. You brought melee for Zul. Uh, but... You brought rogues. <laughs> you brought rogues. However, it was well, pretty every, damn fun. Every, what? Every single melee at this point should just have, like, a rogue ult and a DK ult just in case. Like, hey, we need groups because Agrimar. Mm. Here's five DKs. Hey, we need rogues because Zul. Here's five rogues. Just like every range at this point, you're supposed to have like an Aflock ult. Like, yeah. it doesn't matter how bad it is. It's but gonna be good eventually. Gotta bring up the a good point about Uldir is if it was pretty damn fun to watch the world first race as a community on a global scale for the first time. So seeing what yeah, it was really nice be. seeing my class represented. It was really nice seeing Method go farm Mythic Plus for a whole day because Fetid was unkillable. That was really. I mean, we could kind of like watch something before, like China. I think China streams since like. Uh... TOS, I want to say China streamed, and they were yeah. like up there. Like, they were. We still got to see how KG was initially that the beautiful balancing where it's like, hey, yikes, both land, and then it's like Meteor, like half a second later. And like, right now, like, I mean, like, Exorcist, I don't think they streamed limited and uh, limited and stream. So, like, we get to watch Meta just smash their face into the boss. I don't know, like, I tuned in for like five minutes so that they were raging and going to farm mythic plus i'm like cool i'm gonna i'm gonna go do world quest because i need ap Yay. yeah it was great it gave me a heads up on which bosses that i could maybe sit if i if i was getting bored of the race wow that's 
But I... not that I not that I did. But you know, it was just in case. You know, for for feeling a bit feeling a bit tired, then I just won't come because I'm doing Mithrax. Come on. But what I wanted to get into now is talking about the battle for DZA in the future. And we started talking about this as we were setting the show up, and I said to stop talking about it to save it for the show. But with testing and feedback currently, the overall state of the new raid coming out is definitely very positive. Just the fun factor looks a lot higher than old year. But for the melee side of it, are we going to see more than four melee on an encounter? Or are there situations just as bad as old year on certain bosses? I don't know. Word up, have you, you've done testing? I tested all but one of the bosses, yeah. Okay. Um, I didn't see any any bosses from memory. Though it's a, it's a bit fuzzy. Um, that was like oppressively anti melee level of older. There wasn't like any boss where it was like uh, Mithrax, where it was if you've got three, that's it. That's your limit. You can't have any more than that, or else <laughs> the melee that you already have are gonna get completely ruined, and they don't get to uh, hit the thing that they need to hit. But like there was. Definitely some fights that had like a ranged tinge towards they'd be a bit better here than melee would be. But I could see melee working or being really good on like quite a few of them right. personally, um, based on what I tested. Okay. But that remains to be seen because we didn't test Mythic Jaina and I didn't see Mythic for a couple of the bosses. I just saw the heroic ones. But I cannot imagine that it's going to feel as bad as Alder did. I really, really hope so anyway, because if it happens again... Uh, I tested as well. It definitely should not be like Alder again. I didn't, like, like Word Up said, I don't remember anything that was uh, as melee unfriendly. Although I don't think anything could be as bad as Alder, like right. Fetid and Mithrax and Gahoon even. Uh, I do think... I don't even think it's going to be ranged favorite. It's just going to be not you can't you just can't bring too many melee to any encounter even if you look at like past raids that aren't older you're not gonna bring like six or seven melee on most bosses because if a mechanic forces let's say movement or for you to get away from the boss you can still shoot the boss with like your frost bolts or whatever you can't hit the boss with your melee attacks if you have to run away from him and that's just like a common, it's a common type of mechanic in raids where you have to move around and stuff like that. Mages can just blink and still cast. Uh, warlocks can just like dot. Melee can't, they just run away. So you can't bring too many melee because of how much DPS they do lose from movement. But I definitely think we'll see quite a few bosses where you'll have like four or five melee on them because melee generally are strong damage wise. Like warriors generally tend to be good, rogues tend to be good, demon hunters are good. Like you need you need a rogue and you not need a rogue, but they're always good. You need a demon hunter and a warrior for their like rape. So I definitely think we'll see four or five melee on most bosses, but I don't think we'll see more than five on any off the top of my head. Okay. I can I can definitely see like a lot of them having room for extras. I th there's quite a few bosses that have like had anti range mechanics that melee wouldn't have to deal with but still have things that would get in their way as well. So it, it's like guessing which ones are going to be like the most disrupted. But I think like uh, like Max said, the, the the main thing that, that seems to like go over both sides of the argument of which one's worse melee or ranged head 
is that they both have completely different um, punishments when mechanics happen. So oh. ranged will, will lose some damage from having to stutter step. And generally speaking, ranged are like tuned a little bit lower than melee on average right now, even despite the fact that melee are being like oppressively not taken to a lot of bosses in all day. Um, but when a ranged is forced to do that, they lose some DPS, whereas when a melee is forced to do a mechanic that forces them away from the boss, they lose all their DPS for that period. And sometimes there can be quite a long time that, that it happens. So the, it, it's really hard to quantify unless you've done the fights both equally in progress, and most people haven't. So they won't know either side of the argument. It's... yeah. I don't think we'll be as if you remember back historically to to Dragon Soul. That was the one time that I always look back at the melee versus ranged meta game was quite awkward. Melee just had that extra attack power buff or whatever we had because we had so many mechanics that were like run away from the boss, run over here, avoid this, and we just couldn't attack. So Blizzard was just like just buff melee because we couldn't do things. So obviously, well, Cataclysm we... was the first time that there was really like there was a boss that was just so offensively anti melee. <laughs> it was the first time that it, yeah. I, I ever saw it personally, anyway. Yeah. That it was just like entire guilds were just benching their entire melee squad, and it was, was full range. So we're not there. Was just like no melee. Oh, but don't hey, remember we're, we're coming? Kind of close, yeah. And Coven, I mean, like I feel like say, one boss in yeah last year. Coven as an example, it's really good because Coven. I don't think it was, like, aggressively anti-melee. Because you, you still had pretty much, like, 100% of time on a boss if you wanted to as a melee. He still got to his ads. So, it wasn't that he was just punishing you. It was a range for benefiting too much. Because it's like, hey, here's fire beams. You still get to hit the boss plus one ad, maybe two ads. But range get to hit everything around you. And that was, I feel like, looking... Like, I haven't done testing because... Uh, because testing... But uh, looking at a lot of fights, it seems like there's just a very kind of like there, there's things that range can do that melee aren't going to benefit from. Like say like, hey, there's like an ad somewhere far away that you can multi-dot for single target damage gain on the main target. Or there's like council fights where you can like dot up the other target as a shadow priest and gain more damage like stabbing into the main target. While as a melee, like say like, first of all, not many melee even gain like single target benefits from having like multiple enemies. And even the ones that get, let's say, like, Assassination Rogue, like, you can technically, if you have, like, two or three targets stacked together, you can get insane energy regen and, like, poison ticks and everything. Yep. But I don't think, like, you're really expected to be like, hey, I'm going to shadow step out, dot up that ad, and then sprint back, and then do that every 40-whatever seconds. Because that's like, no, like, you're... If it's a, if it's actually going to be a challenging progression fight, you're not going to be like, hey, let me go from, like, 200, like, 100 IQ gameplay where every single raider can do to, like, suddenly go 150. Especially like it's like you're not you don't want to like go too complex and then start to make simple mistakes. Yeah, and I feel like that that's what's gonna happen to a lot of melee that melee aren't punished, but they're not getting the cherry. And range are gonna be able to hey like hey I can multi dot this or I can passively cleave that with like minimum effort and still be better. And like Max said, like if you bringing if you're still bringing four or five melee, you basically have the same exact problem as old year where which I think we might be talking mostly about it later, but it's kind of like moving into it anyway, because we haven't really done all the ratings, so I can I'm gonna like move into it that melee are like melee 
balance is in a very bad spot right now, I would say. And I would say the main offender is the class buffs. Because the class you... buffs are disgraceful. Yeah. Like, uh, absolutely. There it is. The, I could start I could actually yes. just like have an hour-long rant about how poorly they've been handled when it comes to melee. Yeah, yeah because... because first of all, we have the whole brings the player, not the buff thing. Not the class thing. Which existed for so many expansions. And honestly, like if, if class buffs were like split between multiple roles, that would be fine. But right now, like let's say you have four melee spots. Let's assume that unless you're like one of a few crazy people, nobody's running a warrior and nobody's running a demon hunter tank and everybody's running monks. And I hope you're running monks. So that's already two melees that you're basically forcing. You need to bring havoc. You need to bring a warrior. Those are already two done. Hopefully like monks stay decent next year so we don't have to force a windwalker into it. Because I, I don't know, like I've, I've heard some people say like, hey, Proud Warrior and Demon Hunter is going to, well, Proud Warrior I've heard people say going to be good, but it's like, ah, mm -hmm. I don't know. Mist Mist maybe Mist maybe for some guilds, probably not for most, but it's like two of the melee spots are literally locked that you bring a Demon Hunter, otherwise your range turn into crybabies, and you bring a Warrior <laughs> because Executor and Raid buffs. Yep. And then you have like two or three spots left, so who are you going to bring? Most class, most people are going to bring one rogue because there's utilities, there's defensives, there's just rogues are always like gets their way closer to officer positions by staying in the guilds for long periods of time. So they're like, hey, rogues are really good, I can faint. And you bring them. So then you have like still like one or two spots, and you might bring like DKs because DKs are really strong right now. And they have utility, like, hey, Mitrax, let's do it without grips. Like every single guild, or I'm pretty not. sure at this point, has like multiple DKs on roster just in case we get the next Agrimar. Where it's like, hey, we can either like bash our face into the wall, or we can just have three blood DKs tanks when two of them are DPS mains and just ook ook to victory. Well, DKs <laughs> and warlocks are basically a direct comparison. Like every yeah. guild either has or really wants like a small contingent of people who will always play those classes because at some point in some raid somewhere in the expansion. Grips are going to be mandatory, and so are gateways. We've already we had the utility, gateway the boss. Well, we we've, we're going boss. to get the grip boss, the boss that's like Agrimar level or Zulharak level kind of thing at some point. So yeah, so it's, it's like it's how it goes. So because of that, you you literally have very little like class representation. I think like uh, Bay, if you can maybe open the little Reddit link I posted in our chat to kind of show it, because you have like the first year melee that's like. Warrior, Demon Hunter, Rogue, I would say is the top tier. Which one is it? Is it the, not the community feedback one, which one is it? No, that community feedback, so patch 8.1. Okay, yeah, cool, got it. Because it has Hunter things in it, which also has survival, which also is a melee spec, as most people still know. So you have, like, the first tier, which is, like, as I said, like, Warrior, Demon Hunter, Rogue, top tier. Then you move a bit below, and it's, like, a Monk and a DK. And then you move below and it's undesirables. And we don't even need to like call them any names. It's literally just like it's a class that you might bring if they're an, an officer or you're like struggling with like getting other people. But outside of that, you're probably not gonna bring them. So like looking at the chart, I kind of like did like to show how melee specs break down. Cause like a lot of people would say said, like, hey, some of the melee specs are super underrepresented because they're melee. And it's like it's true to some extent. Like, don't get me wrong, like, towards the end of the raid, before, like, they started nerfing mid-tracks and everything, range were obviously more, like, heavily biased. But if you look, I made, like, a nice, pretty little chart, which I don't know if you can up, 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 
It's no, like, no, I was sure. looking at it because yeah. what you're to to put this in perspective, these are the amount of players parses, but it's players. Well, I I don't know. I use like Warcraft log statistics, so it might be parses, it might be players. I'm not sure. But what we can see is, let's say, like, and like each percentage is like how much from the previous boss moved on. So, like, say Havoc. Fifteen percent of the people who killed Mythic Talik killed Mythic Vectus. But fifty per well, forty nine, fifty percent of people who killed Mythic Vectus killed Mythic Fetid. So you can see that, like, okay, so fifty percent from Vectus moved on to Fetid, and the first percentage is going to be a really big drop because Talik is super easy, and Vectus most guilds struggle to do at that point. Well, right. most struggle though. So then we look at say like BM as a normalizer, which is I feel like fairly adequate representation of an average range spec because it doesn't have any insane utility. Like it's not affliction warlock on Gahoon, but it's a solid performer spec. And there are fifty six percent from Vectus moved on to Fatus. So you can say okay, so that's a pretty good number. So it's about half and half. Then you have Rogues forty seven, also good because still utility whatever. Warriors forty, so they dropped off a bit because again they're they're up there, they're good, but they're again. Maybe not that good. But then you look at Feral Enhancement Red, and it's like, hey, 24% of people who killed Vectus killed Fetid. Why? Because not only is Fetid melee friendly boss, we know that, but also because this spec does not bring enough utility to warn brings them over Havoc or Warrior or a Rogue or a few other, like I would say, like Windwalker DK. They're the first then, cut specs when you start yeah. cutting out melee and you need to get And then you also look at Survival, which is even worse. And that's because when you're playing survival and right on those fights, it means I'm going to be the asshole who's going to take up a melee spot, despite the fact that I can play BM. So, honestly, survival would have way more playtime if it was a rogue spec. If it was an anything that's not a hunter spec, that, that spec would actually see representation because the melee text is an effect. So it's like, it's a really strong, I would argue it's a really strong melee spec. It has an immunity. Oh, it, it has numerical. It has yeah. good. It has really good damage. It has an immunity. It has, I would say, I don't know if above average, but decent mobility. It has defenses. Doesn't really have unique utility. It can, it can like CC. That's about it. But then over day, it's still a good spec. But the issue is, if you're playing it, it means that you also have a tune that outside of one weapon, everything else can be probably well an Azerite. Haha. Everything else can allow you to play BM. So you have like four pieces that you need to get, and then you can get to play a perfectly functioning range spec, and you're taking out like melee spots. So that's another like very negative thing that, especially this year, and could it be the same thing next year, that if you have five melee spots, even if survival's performing good, at the same time, if that player really wants to raid in most high-end guild, they're just gonna say, I'm gonna go BM, I'm gonna play BM, and I'm not I'm gonna give those melee spots to the like 10 million people who have to, like, fight for those five spots inside a raid. Yeah. So it, it's like, and like I said, so biggest issue for those specs getting cut, like red, especially now that they nerfed Wisdoms, well, not like you would bring too many reds anyway, but now that they nerfed Wisdoms so they don't stack, you can't just have, like, one healer officer be like, hey guys, we're gonna bring three reds, I'm getting three Wisdoms, and that's gonna be fun. Well, they also removed, they removed the heal on Wisdom too, which means you can't stack them on tanks. Because tanks I feel are like more if, HP. I feel and, like if any yeah. if, if any guild stacked wisdoms and tanks, uh, I'm just saying it would. <laughs> yeah. But there, if I, uh, the only reason why I saw that nerf come in was because tanks are getting more HP, and then percentage of eight HP heals that are free obviously are a big deal. But yeah, it's just more more reasons why they got yeah. got it. Yeah, but it's, it's like I, mean, you're I, feel, I feel like 
it, like I the the thing that I strongest agree with is that the reason that melee feel like they're being so oppressed in all day, which they are a bit, it's that anyone who's not playing a buff class is fighting for a really small contingent of the raid. Yeah. You've got like one, two, three spots that you're splitting across like 10, 12 specs. Then you've got ranged, who are usually like, you could probably say ranged are going to form at least half, if not more, of your DPS that you take to a raid boss. They need to cover one buff. Melee, most cases, need to cover at least two, if not three, and all are mandatory. Like, you do not do a fight without a monk or a demon hunter buff, realistically, if you're trying to optimize. Those are like huge and they're not replaceable by scrolls. So they have yeah. to be there. And that's like a mandatory spot. Yeah. Whereas if you don't have a mage, you can get a scroll, and that's the only buff that mages that ranged provide whatsoever. They like, also need a demon hunter to supplement them. Realistically speaking, melee could even be better if instead of like trying to dump those class buffs for melees, if we put them on range, because like I don't I haven't seen a single raid in the longest time that doesn't have like a mage or well, maybe a mage, but doesn't have a warlock or something. So it's like Every single rage is going to have some warlocks. Every single rage is going to have some mages. Every single rage is going to have some hunters. Drop those buffs on them, because they don't care. Like, they're going to be in raid anyway. But now you're actually freeing up melee space, and you're not saying, like, well, let's say, like, you give that, let's say you give the demon hunter buff to shamans. So now it's like, we need to have a demon hunter, or we need to have a shaman. Yep. And it's like, because it, you could immediately still... alleviate it by putting it on two classes at once. That's you like we talked it, about it, in the data. It would even do better if you have, yeah. like, he takes a Demon Hunter buff, you put it on Horlocks, and it's like, well, we just got a spot that anybody can fill. Yep. Take a Warrior I mean... buff, you put it on Hunter yep. Pets, which they've always had, at least since, like, Cataclysm, I want to say, and you're like, okay, this is done. You, you take a Monk buff, I don't even know, like, put it, like, I mean, on anything, really. And it's like, bam, done. You literally yeah. just freed up melee space so instead of like saying like we're bringing two three buff players and like two officers <laughs> we're bringing just whatever five melee you have it's the I thing mean, that i must have experienced this yeah. by being one of the ones who brings the buff that it's like uh well i imagine it's a mix of that you do get a spot and you also feel like you have to always be there because which is also not a good thing yeah it it's like there's no space to be missing I, like, so my, my main's a warrior, my also demon hunter, and in all reality, I'm always bringing the warrior. I'm never not gonna bring the warrior, because I, you just have to bring a warrior in the raid. Like, this, I think the only guild, like, in Uldir, I know, Lim, I'm pretty sure Limit didn't bring a warrior to Misrax, because you just weren't bringing melee to that boss anyway, so just, like, screw. But, like, realistically, you're bringing a warrior to every boss, and we already have a demon hunter on roster. So it's like, why would I come on my demon hunter? I'm always gonna be there. I'm always gonna be on my warrior, and it, like, kind of, I, I'm I'm glad because then like I have a spot like most of the time, but it feels kind of bad because it feels like I'm just coming in because hey, I have a raid buff and I'm giving you guys the raid buff. And, I mean, and in pr so prior expansions, you had limited like melee spots as well. Like on if you look at Urgus or KJ, you weren't bringing more than four or five. So but now, now it's off the merit. Worth. 
of yeah. what you if you like your performance, which that is now out the window. I mean, we had I didn't play Shaman for quite a bit on Mythrax because our Demon Hunter wasn't there, and he felt really guilty about the fact that he wasn't there, which I think is like a really nasty thing to be put in onto players as well where it feels like you have to have 110% attendance at all times because if the raid doesn't have the buff the raid is cancelled and that's your fault. I think that's really not healthy either. Yeah we have the issue in my weekend guild where our demon hunter is quitting right now so it's like because you like life's coming up and it's like hey we'll literally just need to go into trade chat and pug a demon hunter or like something just because like we don't care how good you are eventually, effectively at some point. We just need you in a raid because that like five percent magic damage, like hey, you can you can be like parsing gray and you're still gonna contribute more to raid DPS than any other damage dealer in a raid, because Blizzard. So it's like it, they just need to they need to do something with those buffs. Cause it's like I get them that they brought them back for class flavor. And like I feel like a lot of changes this expansion were like, hey guys, we removed some of the cool things in Wad and Legion. And you've complained about it, so we're going to give you back class flavor. But instead of being, like, actual fun and unique abilities, it's like, hey, you bring a raid buff that you do nothing for. And that's literally the problems that we had before, where it's like, hey, brings the player, none the class came up. So I mean, I we've, I we, had it, we had it in, in Tomb. It, it is, like, a really, really clear-cut example that people can remember. It was like, you have your melee spots, and you have to have this number of rogues to be able to cover the soaks yeah. on Avatar. Faint and voice. if you don't have it, then you don't kill the boss. So if you aren't one of those melee, melee then you are immediately, you're, you're expendable. You will be out of the group. And that's it. There's no question mark. There's no, like, maybe we could shift the tactic around. It's it. That's it. You're gone. And it's not like it's the first time that it's been rogues or, like, mages or warlocks that, that end up being the ones that do this. It's just that it's even more egregious in melee because of how limited the space already is to be able to play one. And I, I'm really, like, worried that it's lasted this long and it's, it's like, resurfaced this badly, this tier, that they don't know how to fix it. And they're, they're just thinking, well, we can't, so we'll just design whatever and whatever happens, happens. I don't... That's what it feels like. That's the tough part to think about, too, because immediately when I think back to a situation that reminds me of this this buff-debuff system and the exclusivity of that and the requirement for those roles or those classes, those specs to be in your raid, I think back to Warlords of Draenor with Aspect of the Fox and Amplify Magic. I was the, They wanted to bring something flavorful to hunters and mages, and both of those did not last the expansion because A way too stackable and almost like aspect of the fox for example was black hand by the way was, huh black, black hand black yeah. hand because like, i think we had like five hundred black hand it was four or five on some bosses and so it was good for what it was worth and they made bosses designed for it kind of but again that got toxic like actually using that word properly and then amplify magic became way too beneficial with cutting healers. And then healers had problems because you could amplify your raid cooldowns. You didn't need to bring more healers. You just cut a healer because you'd stack I mean, a another... mage cooldown into a raid buff and then there you go. It trank is that much better. So... And I mean, even that was kind of like, I would say less toxic than it is right now. Because even if you're bringing five hunters, you're still gonna have majors. You're still gonna have like, say like Blackhand is the number one example where you yeah. brought five hunters. 
you still brought Bumpkins. You still brought like mages. I, I'm pretty sure we hit, 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 had like at least like one more like. You had a couple of rogues, and they just stood yeah. in the corner. Like, so can them? Well, actually, we had a, we had. A I stood in the corner, running around. Yeah, just like standing <laughs> yes. in a corner, just like, hey, range, how's it going? Yeah, life yeah. is cool out here. But it's like you still brought like other range classes. Right now, as a melee, it's like no. this is this is as bad. I would I would put. I would say this is worse. With these. I would say this situation now is as bad as the stark this difference between having and not having an enhancement shaman in TBC. That's how Probably, significant yeah. it is. Because if oh, you don't have these, ruins your raid. If you don't have an enhancement shaman who's totem twisted and giving you an extra bloodlust in melee, yep. your melee group is just like half as effective. And that's how bad this now is. And the, the, the reason that they removed it is literally because of that reason. And now it's come back. It's and back. it's like no one thought maybe we've not done this right, maybe this is a bad idea, but stop. Especially it doesn't make sense, because in MOB we had, like, we had the buffs, and they were just as strong, but Blizzard's like, hey, you guys complained previously to us that you have to bring specific classes. You need, you want to have uh, plus HP, you can bring a priest, or you can bring a warlock. You want to have, pr like, primary stats, like strength agility, you can bring a warrior, you can bring a hunter. Yep. You want to have like something else? You can bring a druid, or you can bring a paladin. I think. I think it was like kings versus kings. Mark. Mark the same. That system yeah. was, was was helped significantly by the fact that and it, yeah, it helped. Up. And if you needed one that you didn't have, you had one class in hunters that are generally quite popular that could bring any of them yep. as like a cat. Well, you, you also literally had scrolls. Even even if like as hunters, scroll. like for whatever buffs hunters couldn't bring, you had scrolls. And right now, like I don't like I I can see why like say like demon hunter scroll would be hard because it's like hey how do I like mark every single thing in this fight? It's a potion. It's an elixir you could drink that oh, gives you the let's... debuff capability for an hour that you can put on anybody. Yeah. So basically, no, but not no single DPS is gonna be like yeah I'm gonna drink the potion. You just force it onto tanks. Tanks are gonna be super exactly. Happy, <laughs> but that's fine. Make it cost Sanguicel. Nothing else freaking uses it. Who cares? Put it in the game. Damn. You could also just remove the Demon Hunter and Monk debuffs, and yep. just like, an easy solution is remove those, and then just make the scrolls the full value instead of a reduced value. That also fixes yeah. it. There's a yep. lot of easy solutions that fix it, and, and not doing anything. There's taking no options. Honestly, yeah, like, just remove both debuffs, so just, like, look at every single like, boss. Nerf fingers are firmly in ears at Blizzard, and they're just going, Aah! And that's it. We don't, we don't want to talk about this anymore. And that's what it feels like. <sighs> yeah, I know. But so that's that whole discussion. That's, that's the round. Uh, that's that, yeah. That is. I want to make sure we get enough time for chat to weave in some questions. And I want to get to my throwaway questions. So I'm going to move us along from, from that one, from the entire raid discussion. If my guests want to step away for just a few moments to grab a drink or walk the dog for just a minute, I'm going to plug some things. First things first, of course. Thank you very much to the patrons of the show. You guys make sure that I can keep making all the art for this to happen. All your holiday stuff, the holiday cards, the Patreon merch little bundles, the physical doodads. They're all being mailed out by the end of this week, I believe. So it'll be around the holiday times, between the holiday times and New Year times, depending on snail mail. Thank you very much for all the support that you do give the show to make sure it happens. If you want to help support the show and make sure I can keep doing this and get more show, which I can't even imagine what the after show for this one's going to be like because of the notes that I have moved around for the after show that we'll be able to talk about. Those are on the show's Patreon page. 
So you can check out the show notes to see how I sort of put these together. Get yourself some physical stuff as well. And of course, just the actual, the BTS after shows, which are just off scripted, ranty messes. You can go check those out. You can go all the way back to the Legion ones if you want to see what we were talking about back then to see how it compares and contrasts, because this is going to be the 50th one after this show today. And of course, all the other behind the scenes bits and pieces that get put up there. And of course, if you miss any of the live shows, these do go up on the website, just finalboss.tv. There's an RSS feed for that. If you want to get that for your audio only devices, just hit me up on Twitter, just finalboss.tv. And then, of course, we have iTunes and Google Play Music. And I think Stitcher Radio is still out there and hooked in somewhere. Or you can go check out just the YouTube channel. The YouTube channel has all of the side content I put together, the resources like the updated how to sim your DPS. And there's a extra video that goes along with this, which is the resource video where I go over all the different websites, resources, and add-ons that you may or may not want to look at for DPS, as well as the past state of tanking range DPS, and healing episodes, and then just more coverage from BlizzCon, the post and pre-BlizzCon special, Jesse Cox and Crendor, preaching novel. I sat down with Taryn Gregory, and we went through the Terror of Darkshore cinematic. Same thing with Mark Messenger and The Lost Honor. And then, of course, my dev interview, where I ask about the class buffs in this very interview. I think I have my PAX interview is still very much out there, where I asked the same thing like a year ago. So you can go check all that out on the show's YouTube channel. Just go hit that subscribe button. Or there's a new join button now, which is literally the same thing on Twitch. You can subscribe to the YouTube channel and or like you can subscribe to the Twitch channel. Both work. Always support the show and making sure I can keep doing this going forward. The plan is to have every single spec, all 36 of them, get their own individual show, which if you've been here for a while you know that's not a thing i used to ever do in the past some did get their own and some had like a rogue show or the mage show all shows individual specs we can get into all the nonsense and talk and discussion about each individual show those will be starting here in 2019 hopefully when we're firmly in the desire lore we get to talk about the last time we won't really bring up azurite gear very much but if you haven't heard Azurite gear is getting decoupled from the neck in a way, apparently, where the traits just exist and the neck gets its own progression system. So that'll be fun, eventually, the tier three of this expansion. But we can look forward to that because just, oh boy. Those are all happening in the future. Year-end specials coming up on the 30th of December. It's going to be Taliesin, Evatel, and Brutal. And we'll have more details for you then about the epic WoW Battles of History community event coming up that you... Horde and Alliance players only on the NA side, but you can actually partake in this event. So a lot of things on the horizon, but I am ready for the mixed bag section. Are all you, oh, there's even y'all set mixed bag section. Are we ready? Ooh, let's go. So chat, if you have <laughs> only on the NA side, Hey, I play on the NA side. I can't do anything about that. If you have any questions, drop them in chat, of course. I have a few that I can sort of swing around in here. But to get us started with this side of the show, I moved this wish list banter zone, the game balance section. And I'm going to go around to all of you. You can pick one 
major thing, your pet peeve, your your wish list item. What would you like to see brought into the game that hasn't been announced yet? I just brought up the Azerite thing. We know that's coming, so that's okay. Uh, that you believe would greatly help with the current state of Battle for Azeroth. And you can reiterate something we've talked about here, but it's your one point, your armchair dev that you would like integrated into World of Warcraft. And Max, you're first. It's a bit of a broad answer, but sure. I do think uh, adding back like, unique utility to specs would be cool. Like, I don't know why DPS uh, Death Knights don't have Gorfiends back. I do think that'd be cool. Like, there hasn't been a fight where you can abuse it that hard in recent memory, and it would be nice for DPS DKs to have, like, a bit of utility outside of single grip, and it would help them in Mystic Plus as well. If it, Even if it's, like, a long cooldown, you can give them, like, a five-minute cooldown. But it, it's, like, unique. They brought back Shroud for Rogue, and that's overpowered in Mystic Plus. Yep. I don't think uh, adding it back for DKs would be that bad. And you can do other stuff for, like, they removed Warrior Stun, so I'm mad about that personally. I want Shockwave back for uh, DPS Warrior. But yeah, that type, just adding back uh, class utility, mainly for Mystic Plus purposes, would be nice. I'm, I'm going to piggyback on the Death Knight thing. The purge that ha the Demon Hunters got should have stayed on Death Knight as well. Oh, we yeah. One million percent. I, I agree. Havoc did not need more utility. You had... Can we remove Havoc Stun? They removed it in beta and then gave it back to them. At no, the that's fine. That, that, be quiet, you. I'm giving, I want to give DKs back their purge. Take it. Give, give, Throw give you it. a bone here. Yeah, yeah. Jeez. <laughs> um, Lim, what do you... What would you like? What's your one point? Master Loot, please, senpai. Please. <laughs> Wait. Nah, Ian said personal loot is the best, and Ian knows best. Yeah, I also like a bungee jumping without a cord. Oh. But, uh... I mean, like, it's... it's If we can have personal... I mean, our master, I don't know, like, cheer sets or something. Because right now, like, as right, like, they talked about how cool and interesting and everything and exciting it's going to be, but it's honestly, like, not. It doesn't really change your gameplay that much, at least, like, for none of the classes that I play. It's, like, the most exciting thing. It's, like, hey, here's the progs that can, like increase your percentage of your damage like there, there's there's nothing exciting like, compared to basically most of the past years it doesn't change your gameplay it doesn't change your rotation it doesn't change your build yeah maybe for like other classes it kind of does but for like most of the melees that i play it doesn't so like it's very boring there's like only only one interesting thing they did was the outlaw meme build where you just keep rolling forever <laughs> and that was good and that was going to be actually like competitive and then they made sure to nerf it just to make sure that something that's actually likes a build it's fun doesn't stay competitive but it's outside of that like i don't know like i don't i'm, I'm still not a big fan of azerite system i feel like losing tier gear and was not worth it i would prefer if we had something i mean we're already stealing pretty much everything from diablo so i would hope that we steal the roger cube idea where it's like you get legendaries as um just pure utility things. So you get, like, Pridus, you get the healing pants, you get the, like, movement speed boots. And, like, it's so, like, zero, well, outside of movement speed boots or, like, other things, it's pretty much supposed to be only just utility. Right. And you're just, like, you take a piece of your gear, you take Haraja Cube, and you're, like, slabs this effect on it. And you get utility. And say, like, on this fight, you can say, like, hey, 
here I'm going to be like standing a lot, so I can, I want to get my buffs that heals me. Here I'm going to be like moving a lot, so I want like my like say for warriors like my double or triple heroic leap, whatever it is. Yeah. Or like rogues, like hey, I'm fainting on cooldown and make it heal me for a lot. Like that would actually be like a cool and enjoyable thing that like adds choices. Because I remember like I want to say during um during the BlizzCon that announced BFA, Azerite system was like all about choices like hey guys on this boss we have this thing so i'm gonna spec into ghost wolf talent on this boss it's a different thing so i'm gonna pick the other defensive talent and then um, like when the game yeah. actually happened it's like yeah by the way you actually pick them once for all specs and that's it like and like the, the whole azurite system i'm still really not happy with it i think we'll have but, to we're gonna have to wait I mean, until yeah until it feels like daddy knows best daddy iron knows best mm. it does feel like screaming into the void when you like talk about this because and we've already complained a lot over this, so I'm sure that no one would like uh, would be listening from them by now. But um, I'd give an actual serious answer. That what I want them to do if they're going to change the Azerite neck to, to give something, they hinted that they might give active abilities. I would I seriously think they need to put things in there that either like strongly accentuate niches for the specs to give them something that makes them really desirable over other classes that they're competing with. Or shows up serious weaknesses if they aren't willing to do that, and they need to be active, because no matter how many times they say it that they they've like drawn back on removing abilities after Legion, they literally just removed the artifact, and there's no amount of time that they can say that wasn't a lot of stuff to lose in one yep. big go, because that is effectively pruning without saying it's pruning when that goes away. Yeah, like to add that, like the whole like artifact removal thing, I feel it hurts a lot. Because they added in, like, some gold trains back. But it's, like, there's a lot of things that were, like, minor. So, like, I wouldn't say, like, want them to be, like, a single talent. Because there's, like, a ton of things, like, for, like, rogues that were, like, hey, this is a very minor thing that I don't really care enough to as a talent. But when you have, like, ten of those little minor things, ten mi little things make one big thing. So it's, like, unless, like, Blizzard's, like, hey, by the way, here's, like, a talent that gives you, like, 15 little passives. It wouldn't be equivalent. But you still lose fun. So, and in, in terms of active abilities, that's another thing I noticed that I personally hate. That's the most fun I have is in open world because we get those cool PvP abilities. And like I played a few classes and say like, I played enhancement very briefly leveling. But for me, like say like the difference between like playing enhancement with the PvP talents that make your storm strike do good and a few other abilities actually improved versus without it is massive. And say, like, as a, like, BM Hunter, when I play it, it's like, hey, my PvP talents give me, like, a two-minute cooldown that's, like, kind of fun. It gives me a 30-second AoE DPS cooldown. Those are fun things. As a rogue, like, again, like, PvP talents, like, vary from class to class in terms of fun. But say, like, as an enhancement shaman, I had a blast just leveling with all of those things. or like, my storm strike proccing and everything. And then I went to the dungeon, I'm like, this is horrible. I don't want to play this. This is miserable. Please give back talents. So, like, that's maybe, like, one of the other things they can look at. Because in Legion, we got artifacts. In WAD, we got the leveling passives. Leveling from 110 to 120, we lost things. And at most, we got, like, two or three random procs from Razorite that said no, like, gameplay changes. Let me look here. I'm going through ch chat. Uh... I don't know if I want to go too specific with these questions, I suppose. 
I mean, it was brought up. This is sort of a, a question that I have as, as well, which is in tandem that I was curious. But which melee specs are you enjoying the most right now versus which ones do you enjoy the least? Which um, goes with that. I, I can go. I yeah. can give that one. I saw the question in chat. I could like, because it's what's the most fun to play? And the most fun to play is really hard because it's really subjective. Of course. Because obviously, for, for me, the most fun to play, even though it's got a lot of its warts, it's still enhancement, and that's why I play it. So I, I can't give, like, an objective one. Um, what flows better, though, I, like... What what I don't like, I, I think that Feral is struggling a lot because it doesn't flow. And yeah. I'm not going to, like, pull any punches. They tried to rework it, and what they did was good. They just didn't finish it after two months of leaving it on the PTR to rot again. So... Small micro run there, but like what flows well, like uh, I think assassination Fury. flows pretty well. Fury flows really well. Yeah, right now, um, assassination was always like one of the specs, and when BFH just launched on beta, and everybody was like, "Oh my god, my glass is broken with the artifacts." I was like, "Hmm, I get hasty bleeds." Literally, only thing I wanted for this entire assassination spec. like like has a real proper ebb and flow to playing it. It feels quite good, yeah. and it's got got good strengths and weaknesses to it. So I like that. I like I like Fury. I mean, sub got got it. Enhancement so flow is like if it works, it's really good. But when it doesn't work, it feels like you're you know chewing on a cactus. But um, I actually like, like survival a lot. Survival Havoc's like flow is really pretty fun. good. Well, which I, I oh, I'm going to caveat Lim here real quick. I want to survival bomb survival or mongoose survival because they're very two different styles of play. Um, I, I would say both. Like if you're talking oh. about the bomb as the, like the last talent, yeah, there's like triple rotating. I mean, rotating bombs are a good idea. I feel like it adds gameplay. I'm just okay. like, until the buffed um, talent, Glory of Talents, whatever, like the things that like buffed your uh, CA with agility, you played both. You played Mongoose with bombs. So that mm -hmm. was pretty fun gameplay. And I feel like overall, like people still hate on it after Legion because like anybody like can argue with me, but in Legion, survival was just god awful. You have like 25 dots. Some of them doing like minuscule damage. They have like some bumps yeah. to keep up. Like it's just like yeah. Blizzard designers just like threw up in a box of ideas and just whatever didn't get covered, like pulled out like, hey, dot, 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 buff, cool. And it was like the spec was all over the place. Right now, it feels like an I would say an average, like feels like smooth, kind of mostly smooth playing melee spec. It still has its issues. I would still say that some of the issues that I, I don't personally like is AOE. Because, like, based on talent, say, you, you basically have to force, like, hey, am I going to go for, like, cleave, or am I going to go for big AoE? But it's, it's kind of, like, I feel like part by design a bit. So I would say overall, survival is fine. Enhancement, like I said, is tons of fun to play when you have PvP talents. And, like, Word Up said, without it, like, well... I would go into dungeons. And it's, like, you go into dungeons, and it's, like, if I don't get any procs, I was just, like, I'm not going to play this. Like, you, you do one dungeon where you get bad procs, and I just, like, logged out. I'm, like, I'm going to touch you, like, one week later when I get my rested experience back. And sometimes you just get, like, lucky day, and you're getting procs the entire evening. And I'm, like, okay, I'm just going to keep on playing. From other specs, like, assassination's good. I think Demon Hunter is really fun. I played it briefly on, like, PTR, because I'm not leveling it on life, because no reason. But I, I feel like as, a, like, the newest baby spec... It's like made. It's is the best by design because Blizzard just had way more experience coming up with it and put way more effort as their like major selling point. So 
that Demon is designed to perform well. Yeah, it, it has good single character. matured a lot over this 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 cycle, which is yeah. it is almost the only spec that I can say that they did decent work on between the end of Legion and the start of BFA. It's just uh, it, I think a part of it that people really like about it is that it's it's super consistent. Yep, which is weird compared to Legion, where it was like. <laughs> unbelievably variable but now it's like it's really consistent and it's got a lot of tools that it can pick and choose it's just generally it's really hard to criticize it like as it is right now one other spec that also doesn't get like attention is outlaw like i said so part of the issues that i enjoyed outlaw why i enjoyed it so much was the whole meme build where you effectively just keep on rolling the dice and it kind of removed the feels bad part of the outlaw because if you played outlaw before it was like you play out you roll the dice you get shitty buffs you keep rolling and until you get some good buffs your damage is just poop honestly it was just not fun and oh god every single discourse thing is blinking yeah they're blinking right but, now uh, it's being crazy but flashing yeah yeah i don't know what's going on it happens but this uh snake eyes trade you actually like it's it's a pretty like you do i think that you stop rolling once you get five buffs up until then, you might delay it briefly. So, like, it, it changes your rotation slightly. So, say, if you get one buff, you want to use uh, Between the Eyes instead of Run Through. There's another buff, you actually might want to, like, do multiple dispatches instead of, like, instant rerolling. But it's... With that buff, it's probably one of the most interesting specs because the rotation constantly changes. Right. But you never get that moment where, like, hey, I rolled this single buff... That's also the worst one. This sucks. I'm gonna spend the next like 15 seconds getting combo points. I'm gonna roll, get the single buff shitty again, and it's gonna feel worse. So like I feel like that they actually made the spec where instead of like how it was before, where like the fun factor is like this is where you are. This is where you are at one buff. This is where you are at two buffs, and this is where you are at five buffs. They kind of made it like everything is here, slight bellum for five buffs, and everything is here. So I feel like that spec, if Blizzard actually cared to make it competitive, could be super fun because like it's enjoyable, it has a different flavor, and it's probably I would say like as as a rogue spec, outlaw slash combat still probably by far the most iconic one, because people like that was a rating spec for vanilla, that was a rating spec BC, Lich King, Kata, pretty much everything. Like up until they decided to butcher it in uh, Legion. That was that was the game. That was the rating spec. Like every once in a while, like sub would pop up on PVE, assassination. Every once in a while would pop up on PVE, but combat slash outlaw was always like the rogue spec. And then Blizzard's like, hey, we have this super popular spec that most people play. How do we make it better? By making it a pirate. Yeah. And gutting it. Yeah. And that, that, that never made sense to me. And like right now. I've only liked two incarnations of Outlaw was like one when we played on HFC because it had like a very different build compared to everything we played in Legion. And another one right now with a single Snake Eyes boss when you're still playing Rolls of Bones, not Slice and Dice, but the buffs make you adjust your rotation on the go. And that's like kind of the cool part of it. Can but we... Like said, oh. That, that's about it. I was going to give us a complete gear shift here real quick. And Max, do you want to do a Dr. Pavel monologue? Oh, okay. Oh. Sure. Uh, all right. Dr. Pavel, I'm CIA. He wasn't alone. Uh, you don't get to bring friends. 
They are not my friends. Don't worry, no charge for that. And why would I want them? They were trying to grab your prize. They work for the mercenary. The masked man. Bane. Get them on board, I'll call it a The flight plan I just filed with the agency lists me, my men, Dr. Pavelier, but only one of you. First one to talk is to stay on my aircraft. Who paid you to grab Dr. Pavel? Bang! He didn't fly so good. Who wants to try next? Tell me about Bane. Why does he wear the mask? A lot of loyalty for a hired gun. Well, perhaps he's wondering why someone would shoot a man before throwing him out of a plane. At least you can talk. <laughs> who are you? It doesn't matter who we are. What matters is our plan. No one cared who I was until I put on the map. If I pull that off, will you die? It would be extremely painful. You're a big guy. Who are you? Was getting caught part <laughs> of your plan? Of course. Dr. Pavel refused our offer in favor of yours. We have to find out what he told you. Nothing. I said nothing. Well, congratulations! You got yourself caught! Now what's the next step of your master plan? Crashing this plane! With no survivor! Alright, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> you need to get a cup to the bane. I do, but I don't have- yeah. Of course! Yeah. Oh, I need one of these. Yeah. Yep. Oh my god. <sighs> Oh no, that's pretty good. Oh my goodness. Uh, I don't know if we really touched on this, but do any of you have a thought toward not necessarily melee only, but obviously melee first, to any sleeper OP specs coming into the uh, battle Shadow for Desire? Shadow Priest. Shadow Priest. <laughs> this is a melee show, but he's right. Shadow but Priest. But Shadow Priest. I mean, we're talking about sleeper OP. Like, let's yeah. be honest, none of the melee specs are gonna be OP. You're not gonna bring like, hey, let's bring seven melee of the same spec. I can see like tr three shadow priests. I can see that actually. Hmm. Like, I would say shadow priest affliction balance, balance the sleeper OP until Blizzard decides to nerf them because they're having too much fun and their name is orange. Wow. I can't. I can't see any melee they've got like, uh, like some alarming thing that's gonna be like, oh my god, they're so strong. Yeah. But like. What's strong in Aldir is likely to remain strong in battle. That it, it it's the same same the same kind of setup. And what sucks in Aldir probably still gonna suck in battle. Nah, enhancement shaman's gonna be overpowered. <laughs> Just watch. They got in, huge in fairness. Buff. There are actually things to do in battle for one hour that can make us do more damage than we expect. Yeah, because there's a lot of things to get crash on, that like is really like it, it's not quantified because people haven't played with one, so they don't know how good that is. But there's a lot of fights like that, right? But Feral's still gonna suck, which is sad. I mean, okay. for, like, honestly, at this point, everybody who plays Feral just has like BDSM complex, where they're like, I want to play a rogue, but I want Daddy Iron to punish me for doing so. Like, we, Feral was the last time it was good, was like, I want to say what, like, Siege with Roro? It's like, eh, When it was by, broken by, now, by a trinket. Yeah, yeah, it's like, by now, like, if, if you want to play Feral, it's just like, ooh, Daddy Ion, ooh. 
I want to play a rogue. I want to play an energy class, but punish me. Yeah. Better. Yeah, I can't see I can't see there being anything. Obviously, we've only got like very short cycles of testing and they've only really done one. Um so it's really hard to judge, but I can't see anything like hurtling out of the gates as the raid starts where everyone goes, "Oh my god, I didn't expect there was going to be someone playing like DPS disc priest or something <laughs> like that." It's just going to be like uh it's just gonna look like the old day one, maybe like slightly altered with some fights, for the melee at least. I hope we could just see encounters with five melee comfortably, maybe even six without crazy issue. Cause that that actually affects different guilds and their rosters in a totally different way when they literally can't bring less melee because that's their roster. That's just their players. That may yeah. affect more of the heroic side of things more because they'll just have more spots they can fill. And it's not as restricted as the mythic. But then if certain encounters like, well, you brought nine melee to this and good luck. So hopefully that's not a big a big deal in um in Desara lore. There's just some fights that are just very fun looking. But I don't know if they're gonna be very strict on either or ranged or melee. So I've got yeah, to be, really be really honest. Like fight this, uh... there's, there's some of the fights there that like are visually look really good, right. but are actually incredibly boring to do. But <laughs> I'm really looking. There's also ones that don't look that wacky. Get there, there's one that's not. There, there's ones that aren't that wacky, but are really fun. Right. Like uh, the yeah. monk. The monk shooting you up into the air and you have to like spin around to block things. That's really cool. And it's not like it's the most visually over the top thing. But it's really fun. And then you've got like slightly contentious, but you've got Jaina, which is like visually one of the best fights I've ever seen them do. But the actual fight was either not finished, or was kind of boring. Yeah. I've heard. It wasn't it was boring for melee, because there wasn't really it was much. Really long. And it was really yeah. long. I know like you could give you had to give people assignments to like do stuff, like bait the fire or something. And do the cannons. put out the fire on yeah, do the cannons, put out fire on the cannons if there's fire on the cannons. Except like you're not gonna give a melee DPS that job because like they have to run away from Jaina and do no damage to that. While ranged are already out there and they can just like do they can sit yeah. by the cannons and do them. So it's like for melee, it felt a bit like Gul'dan, where Gul'dan I mean I had fun on Gul'dan because I was a Fury Warrior. But Gul'dan, there wasn't really anything for melee to do. As somebody uh, who had to soak every single soul on Gul'dan and use Drive of Souls to stay in a well, I spit on you. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Jaina was basically that the range do the boat, like the interesting boat stuff, and the melee just clean up ads that spawn, that get loose, and run out of really big telegraphed ice spells yeah. over and over. Yeah, that was saying I'm really excited for Mechatoric when we get 30 seconds of minus 99% damage debuff, and it's like, hey, you're going for rank one first. Well, if a random debuff yeah. where you just don't do anything, haha. <laughs> well, if you get the that debuff, you get in the robot so quickly. That fight was... is literally probably going to be like off all stars within the first week. You That's bitch. fine. Carol was... figured that out. I I'd still say though, there's this there's reason to look forward to the raid at least for me. I I think that it looks really fun. From what I tested, I had. Yeah, now you, there's a chance that people are gonna have and uh, gonna be in raid. It's like, hey, I might be brought in now as a melee. Hmm. Yeah. How about 
nobody's gonna be let's bring seven melee of the same spec that's the weird part that was the thing that we were talking about in the after show about how you can always bring you know multiple mages warlocks hunters right even boomkins and but you, you're never like outside of rogue you're you're never say what's well, gonna bring maybe warriors for execute maybe i would, I would say warriors for execute. i mean yeah, even on yeah even on argus you didn't bring that many warriors though you weren't stacking like five warriors to mystic Arg yeah you brought like two i don't know yeah to justify stacking you need to either bring an absurdly specific damage like four profile plus, that yeah. is like perfectly tuned to how the fight is or you need to bring an like impossibly important utility spell so like mass grip on manoroth you know that that kind of thing it, it has to be those kinds of things that make you stack and i yeah to, to, in, in dps especially and i don't think that the dps side really happens anymore like the gulf is usually covered a lot of the time. It's the utility things that are throwing it off balance. Okay, how about how about this? And then we'll get to closing remarks. So this is a this is a fun one that I'm sure many of us as melee players in chat in the YouTube comments or on the show have experienced. So are there seriously ranged in melee right now? Why are you so close to the boss? Just just you have all this room. Why are you here? <clears throat> Can you all share a melee DPS horror story you've experienced in the game? Can I just say the entirety of Feather's progression? That <laughs> yeah, yeah. Honorable mention. Cheers to that one. Yeah, is that yours, Max? And Gahoon. Let's, that, let's that, also that remember Gahoon with people like roller skating through the melee as there's a wave going off. Let's not, let's not <laughs> let those go. I feel okay. like every single player who plays Mistweaver has like some jihadi in them. Oh, because they on. just want to like run in and be like, Allahu Akbar melee, I am here now, enjoy. Well, they get in, they hit some buttons and they get out, but normally See, it's... See, that's the thing that they just don't get out. Oh, they don't. I, okay. I have my specific story immediately when you say that. And. Go for it, Senpai. I, I'm, I'm the one who usually shouts when someone gets in melee because I see them there. Right. Um, and Aizen, when he was on, alluded to this happening. And this was one that caused a very large argument briefly after, which is a Moonkin <laughs> who was staunchly, staunchly standing in the melee on Scenarius to like pull after pull after pull and would get roots and he would root the entire melee and then everyone would die. And he'd do it and then he'd say, well, there's nowhere else I can go and make all of these excuses. But there was, there was like 10 yards behind him, but it would refuse to not be in melee. Like they, they've got all of this room, but... Why go there when you could be like by all the warm bodies that you can kill with mechanics? That's what the range seemed to do. So yeah, there's that one, and then there's the fire mage idiot. He told you that story. <laughs> yeah. That was his ranged horror story. Yeah, yeah. That's different. No, it's actually arcane mages. I can't wait till arcane is actually like good in raids, and you just see arcane mages going no. to melee to spam arcane explosion during mechanics. Give people seizures. Yeah, that's gonna that's gonna be my trick reporting. Like, I, I remember in Legion, like, at the end of Legion, once Arcane became good as it usually does at the end of Expansion, I was doing some dungeon, and it was just, like, mage idiot standing on top of me getting targeted by everything, and I was blessed. God bless when yeah. Frost and Fire were the only two specs you could play. It's, it's definitely a strange, a strange thing to always see them slowly encroaching 
on us. You, you see them like stutter step one by one, like they're creeping up behind you and they, they want to get you. I and mean, they I slowly do it and hope that you don't that. see them. This is all Argus's fault where you just had everybody stack together and then run out. Right. And it's like range like, I'm supposed to be in melee. This is this yeah. is where the boss gets. Uh, yeah. I'm actually glad that we didn't have a frost mage on Misrax. Because I remember watching like I think it was fragments of watching them do Misrax and he just like got rooted in an orb by uh, a frost mage, like multiple times a pull. Of course. Because like you get MC'd and get like glacial spiked and rooted for four seconds and the grip gets wasted. So he's just in the orb for an extra yep. ten seconds. I'm just so glad we didn't have a frost mage because that would tilt the hell out of me. You just that would be a horror story. You just spec off of glacial spike though. Yeah, but then the frost mage complains. Like, yeah, because oh, it's really important, man. It's my single target damage. I really need it. It's my burst, and you hear all of these like, yeah, yeah. These are the kind of things that make me very angry. <laughs> if you stand in melee as ranged, you do more DPS because of less travel time on your spells. Oh god. Yeah, it's, and then you kill not your how, melee. That's not how spells work. Oh, I've heard that one before. Outside well, I ironically heard that one well, before. What if the target dies before your spell gets to it? Checkmate. I don't wanna I don't wanna hear this. Uh we're gonna go around the table again real quick for any closing remarks, shout-outs, or things you wanna leave the melee communities out there with. And just because I, I can't give him the floor last, I'm gonna give the floor right now. Uh Greyhound, what what do you what do you've got? I feel wanna... like I'm being I feel like I'm being profiled for what some you... reason. Hey, you're you're doing the compliment sandwich, all right? Because you're gonna, you're gonna say something again, like the beginning of the show. It's gonna make me go, uh, but that's fine, because then then we'll smush it. It's it's okay. It's all right. No, this is your your time. What do you got the soapbox about? Go for it. Uh Blizzard, please. Uh, well, one. Just remove cooldowns of GCDs. Like, they're, it's not major, but it's still like, except like it's not major. Doesn't have to be, but it's just like I don't see a point. Now that you like, you didn't fix the issue that all of the classes that stack cooldowns feel horrible stacking them, even more so. Right. And all the classes that don't stack cooldowns are just pointless. Outside of that, like, I would hope Blizzard would actually kind of design fights. Yeah, Kratos PK, <laughs> but uh, design fights that aren't punishing for melee so like please no more fetid where you bring seven melee and you want to kill yourself because like everything's covered in circles yep and there's nowhere safe to go but at the same time like you don't need to like kind of there's no need to design fights like say gul'dan where melee just tunnels the boss unless you're one of the rogues has to like spam faint for 50 percent of the fight and range just do all of the mechanics you can you can design some things that just most of the mechanics, as long as they don't evolve, like, you need to be 10 yards apart from the next target, kind of handled fine by melee. Like, some of the better examples were, like, Garalon from back in Mob, where, yeah, melee get punished more than range, but melee literally doing double damage and legs and stuff like that. And, like, there, people, Blizzard has done balanced years in the past. I don't know why, like, right now, it's kind of like all of the fights are swinging. Like, either you just want to bring melee. Like, so, like, right now in Mitrax, like, if you have a ton of melee, melee are having fun. Ranger's the ones who are like, our warlock was on Suicide Squatch Watch because he's like getting orb three times in a row and he's like, if I get orb one more time, I'm taking my hands off keyboard and going for like a walk. I'm like, I can see that. It's just like Blizzard needs to like kind of like work more on mechanics that I guess test like 
player skill, not just like, hey, your melee or your range. Yeah. That's about it. Also, okay. Blizzard, 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 please fix Outlaw and Survival, please, please. <laughs> what's what's wrong with Spike? Come on. I'm trying to make... Okay, Dog is not going to grab it. You're fine. It's going to be an amazing... It's going to be an amazing screenshot the... with the dog just biting down on it and be like, Blizzard. Well, you still got to give me your <laughs> screenshot for the... For the uh, the thumbnail, you this can is, do whatever you'd like. This is an average feral player, by the way. Is the dog? Yeah. It's the wrong four-legged animal. Yeah, it's a little bit in the wrong special. Yeah, close enough. Arrangement. Okay. It's a sheep, but it's close enough. Yeah. But uh, yeah, like I said, like just like, if Blizzard can fix things, please. Also, Grats SPK, Grats SPK. Uh, stop. Grats Sa SPK. Saraline, okay, Max, how about hey. you? Soapbox it for uh, a moment. Please remove Rallying Cry off the GCD so I don't lose DPS when I, like, get called to you. Uh, Fair. That That's really annoying. Also, don't make the Imminent Ruin on Mistrax targeting based on positioning. I don't know why that's a thing, and that's really tilting. <laughs> I Like, what, what, how'd they even code that? Uh, please, please fill out your patch notes, Blizzard, so you actually include all the info in them. That would be nice. And uh, everyone in the stream, go watch uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. That's where my hat's from. Go watch, go watch the anime. Okay. There you go. That's a good. That's, that's all a good I have plug. to say. That's a good plug. I like that. Wait, ferals are dogs. Cats are dogs. Greyhounds a dog. Everything is a dog. Oh. Fair. Senpai, what do you have left? This is your little soapbox <laughs> moment. Take us home. I it's not going to be a nice one, but I I want to appeal to the fact that I'd really like this campaign on fun in the game to to, to stop because it feels like that's what it's been so far. This expansion, it's if the if there's all of these people in communities willing to talk to you to to help you make the game feel better, and they're all giving you feedback, and then we don't actually hear anything outside of what has felt like basically placating answers it's really not helpful for anyone it's it's very very not good and it's a shame because the expansion has all of the right things in it with like the style and everything but the game itself needs help and i would like you to actually like take some effort in that it's a little bit somber but that's all i have to say on it because it is quite a bit worse than uh, I thought this expansion would be. Right. Oh no, the the winds have changed incredibly quickly. Like prevail the prevailing winds from Legion to BFA were optimistic. At least we knew that the game was getting simplified to a degree. There was definitely a pruning going on, sort of a rebaselining. So we were all sort of like, "All right, let's see what happens." And I saw that Max. Yeah, that. <laughs> that was the point. I mean, the, yeah. the thing is that normally it would be like a single class that's that's suffering. I mean, we've been that in, as enhancement before. I mean, or like Feral's been like there's there's loads of classes that have all had that one tier where it was really bad. Right. And you could argue that right now there are classes that could say that, but it's the problem isn't one class anymore. It's become it's spread outwards, and that's when it's a serious problem rather yeah. than a single problem. And that I really think that that's the kind of thing that should be like enormous sirens going off in the office there, screaming like, oh my god, we've got to do something or else everything's going to explode. 
which is not the impression that I feel they have right now. Yep. Pacific yeah, I didn't, I didn't know we can be that honestly. I, realistically speaking, Blizzard, please, like, there's... I realize that the game is still not out of beta, but because it's still not out of beta, you have time to read all of the feedbacks that all of those players have been submitting for, like, every single spec. Like, you look at all of the feedback, and there's tons of things being mentioned and brought up, and it's just like, yeah, it's going to get fixed in the next major patch, and the next major patch happens, and it's like, surprise, nothing got fixed. It's like, lunch. Yeah, everything's going to be perfect for lunch. Shamans and uh, Shadow Priests and other classes, they're going to be great by lunch, we guarantee you. Um, So we kind of ran out of time and didn't read any feedback, so we're going to fix it everything by 8.1. 8.1 happens. Um, so they didn't fix anything. They, they, they they zero, by the way, enjoy. Perfect. They, this, they, is how you, this is how you balance, by the way. If there's only one line you need to take away, and it was alluded to in, in the chat, but I, I said this in the private Shaman channel as well, okay. is that the only thing that matters in the game at the top of the list at all times is that classes are fun. Because right. there's nothing else in the game that doesn't involve you playing your class in some facet. You can, you can like... If the classes are good, then you can have a lack of content and people will still want to log on and play because the classes are fun. You can give us all the content in the world, but if the classes suck, then people won't want to do it. Look at Warlords. Warlords had a lack of content, but the classes were still pretty fun. People still played it. Same happened like when Siege lasted for a year. People still logged on and played it because the classes were fun. That's the overriding thing that should be taken first. Not all of the other stuff to do with the class that sucks. Which is what they're doing. Yeah. Well, also because Siege had unique like class utilities that wasn't game breaking. Like, like looking at first example, Rogue said smoke bomb. It was a ten percent like damage reduction. It wasn't major. Wasn't like anything you would stack rates. I don't think it broke most mechanics, but it was fun utility. Yeah. Like enhancement shamans. You guys had you could pop like whatever like this healing thing, and like you pop cooldowns, and like suddenly you're doing big boy HPS. Same thing as Boomkin, same thing as a lot of classes. Like, there was actual fun utilities. It wasn't OP. Oh, and gosh. then it's like, nope. Yeah. I'm not going to give him... <sighs> Damn it, chat. <laughs> but I think that's, that's all It's all really well and good. I think it's definitely a way to end the show. I'm going to hit this button over here because we are definitely at time. So, of course, I'd like to thank everyone for tuning in today to episode 177 of Final Boss TV. Next week, of course, we will have... Not next week. There's holidays next week. The 30th is the year-end special. Just sort of a wrap-up around the corner. Just have fun. But everyone else around the show today, Sarah Line, a.k.a. Max. You can follow him on Twitter at awesome 2 Max. And thank you for being Insane on the show today. <laughs> yeah, yes. And what did what did, uh, what did Word Up say your Twitter name was? Kino. Uh, okay. <laughs> but thank you very much for your time on the show today, sir. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Thank you for inviting me. Then we had Greyhound. We had this guy with, I was surprised, Lapdoggo the entire time, basically, at bit underscore hound on Twitter, if you are interested in, in the Maymays. Is that correct? Maymays. <laughs> but thank you again, sir. Yep. I appreciate it. And of course, it was pointed out that Ketsu had to say that you were, of course, wearing a tank top on the show. So just... <laughs> and there is senpai over there as well at vaughn underscore word up 
Thank you for always, sir. Thank you for sitting down and talking to me and this, whatever that is I'm doing. I always appreciate your time. Thank you very much. No problem. Nope, nope. Also remember, go onto the Twitter because it tells you about the fidget spinners and you should go and get them. Oh, no, but they have Take a five-minute cooldown! What's what? the drop chance on them? Gosh. Just terrible. Again, thank you for tuning in next week. If you missed any of the show, of course, please check out the show's YouTube channel where all the side content and everything else is there. Slam the subscribe button, support the show in whatever way you'd like to so I can keep doing this, keep talking to people. Got a whole lot of shows on the Horizon community events and whatnot right there. Links down below. The All the show links should be in the YouTube video description docs down below, as well as if you were here during the show, we could throw things in chat or whatnot. Check out all the information and discern for yourself, and hopefully we'll see what the future brings. We know Azerite and the heart of Azeroth is changing, but we'll see if we can get range to not stand in melee. But that's it for me. Thank you very much for watching. See you all on the 30th. Have a safe and happy holidays. If you're traveling, sit safely. I don't know why you say sit, travel safe, because you just you're just sitting there most of the time. Anyway. Oh yeah, it doesn't matter. <gasps> Bye! Bye, 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 wave, 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 w